I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, patron, but um, we actually need to turn your phone off in the theater. I'm going to either need you to hand it to me or to come with me. We don't want to disrupt the musical with the cell phones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I have to leave that in. Uh <laughs> With maybe the biggest grin on my face, coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast for two idiots dropping cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noel, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, possibly for the last time, depending on uh, how mad they still are at me. Madison Jones, Madison Jones, are you in good form? Hear ye, hear ye. I am a representative from Madison's Carnival of Bits with a declaration. Okay. Are, are all the are all the people present? Yes. Say I if you're present. I. Say I am a big dingus if you're present. <laughs> All accounted. Uh, <laughs> I present this word from the Chancellor of Madison's Carnival of Bits. Uh huh. From here on forth, thou shalt not use a wish prize to <laughs> reverse a challenge of another competitor on the equalizers. Uh, that's or, bullshit. Or them is a bum. Oh, so, okay, I got it. I still can. It just means I'm a bum. Got it. Okay. A bum means, is an acronym for uh-huh. boastful, mm-hmm. uninteresting mm-hmm. Michael. <laughs> hey, actually, well done. <laughs> so please sign here. All right. I'll... Thank you. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to sign in your blood, but thank you. Uh, you know, it's a binding contract. That is the sound of the scroll being rolled up. <laughs> it's a wet scroll. Yeah, well, it's from Madison's Carnival of Bits. It's obviously very wet with liquid. Uh, na- of course, naturally. That's well, all. I'm going I'm going away now. Clip, okay. clap, clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, clap. He was a horse. Yeah, he didn't also notice that I signed Seymour Butts. It's not a legally binding contract. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a magic s- scroll. It still works. So my name is now Seymour Butts. <laughs> yeah, now that's just what happens now is that it is a binding contract and your name is Seymour Butts. Well, speaking of Seymour Butts, Madison, how how you doing, buddy? You still, uh, <laughs> you um, still, uh, you know, you joke that I'm mad. I was pretty like, I was pissed at the end of the last episode, mainly uh-huh. because very well done. Because uh-huh. I was completely fucking blindsided. Such a brilliant move on your part. And I am... I don't think that should ever happen again. 
But uh, yeah, if it does, it is, it'll be like years in the future. I do not intend. To well, no, you, you sign the contract. You sign the right, contract. but the contract says I can't do that again, or else I'd be a bum. It doesn't say I can't do it again. That's true. I guess so. Uh, my my goal is not to do that again for a long time. Uh, I I because I just that suck, and I'm not gonna. I do feel that. like I need some I, ammunition myself. I think you need to create a prize I'm pool on some ideas. or something. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm working on a few ideas. It's only yeah. fair. Um. I just want to point out, I did the math after we stopped recording. The episode where I won the wish was Green Hornet 2 anti-villain. That was seven months ago. I have pocket. I've kept that in my pocket because we did that. You immediately did Avengers. I wasn't going to then turn around because I had to challenge you. I wasn't going to then turn around and immediately be like, cool, write another one or something like that. So I had to wait a right amount of time to then challenge you. And then I had to wait for you to figure out a challenge to challenge me back. So I held that for seven months. And mm-hmm. I will say I could not have dreamed of a better challenge for me to get to switcheroo on you with like this God. this was nasty i i had not seen the shrek musical but i'd heard good things about it and i hadn't really listened mm-hmm. to astro lounge before and i have now done both and man did i dodge a fucking big <laughs> holy shit i um a little backstory uh i i've seen i saw shrek the musical live and i also ha- saw i also watched this movie uh a few years ago, I watched it again this time. Um, but like I had seen the movie for the first time a couple years ago and, um, it is coming, coming from like a theatrical perspective. It's just like, wow, they went balls out for Shrek, the musical, like everything from like the sets, the costumes, they created like new songs for some reason. It has a live orchestra Um. and it's just like, why did they do this because of how long your pitch is likely going to be and everything where i you didn't have a carnival bit you said before we recorded i found some reviews i'm just going to read this one because it's germane to what we're talking about here uh it's from kane geary o'keefe who has a pro rating gave it three stars like shrek the movie except you hate all of the characters now end of review and it's like yeah the songs were good i liked the songs everything else was just like let's strip all of the joy out of the dialogue of shrek and do Mm -hmm. it live yeah. Now we should say there's also uh, some there's a not very good trans uh, slur at the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And also Princess Fiona Sish calls herself a fatty. Sutton Foster, the extremely thin musical star, does call herself yeah. a fatty. So yeah, it's yeah, it's what like the fact that that perfectly encapsulates like what I think is wrong with the musical is that it does like. It kind of like says the jokes from the movie as if it's like checking boxes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it like it's just like, oh, yep, we said that joke. Good. We did the onion bit. We did this like like if they tried to do something new, maybe it would have been a little bit more impressive or they really tried to do the jokes like authentically. Um, There were a couple parts or I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, to add to your other point of like the um, just not liking the characters at all, Mm -hmm. I wanted to throw the character of Pinocchio into the wood chipper and it his part at the very beginning lasts so long and I'm like man this is so anti-funny there was a couple bits they added that I liked like everything I liked about the movie did not involve dialogue it was either the songs were I liked 
or the one bit where he and Donkey are walking and it's the night and in the background it's the the plot of the dish ran away with the spoon. But mm-hmm. then there's also like a police wagon chasing them at one point. Like that was yeah. funny. Like, yeah, it's funny. All of the stuff that I thought was funny in this was not just taken directly from the Shrek movie. It, it, it's very strange to me because they in the reason why like the idea for this challenge came together at all is because like I always thought the movie was very oddly like weirdly toned without like the the butt rock music you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it just like it just like Shrek has a vibe to it like the movie and like part of that is like Smash Mouth. Some of the stuff I thought was interesting because I, I ended up looking into a decent amount of trivia about the musical because I had like logistical questions like about it was like Farquad. That guy was just on his knees yeah. the whole time, and mm-hmm. I was, which I was curious about. Uh, I was also interested how they were going to do the quick change of turning Fiona into an ogre. Um, and most of the times, there's like one time they did it with her stand-in and like a big green light, which I made several Great Gatsby jokes during. Um, and then at the ending, I knew that I I called from the fucking fifty yard line how they were going to do the wedding scene. And there's a bit where she runs off stage and then they're ushered back in by donkey or guards, whatever. And it's clearly her stand in because the veil is just covering her face suddenly. And it's like she's off stage. But it was interesting. Apparently, they just they had like a torso like bodysuit that she'd slide on that was green. And then they just like quickly painted her face and put the nose on and then pushed like she went back on stage. Like that was the quick change. The idea of like the characters just like slurping these things on to their bodies just like that the fact that they were slipped into this like amorphous suit is like wild to me um but yeah like the costumes like everything is like well made like i don't know production value is really good it is it's 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 wild to me there's like projections there's video there's moving sets like they're on like a turntable set which is really cool um but yeah, but I think it's I think uh, unless you had anything. Did you have anything else about the musical? No, I, I don't really have anything else about this. It was too long. Not good. Some of the music was good, but um, it was mostly just I, I told Jackson, I really should have just watched Shrek and then put the musical numbers into the actual Shrek movie. Mm. And I would have had a much better time and probably missed a very little other than the fact that they added that Lord Farquaad is Grumpy's son. Yeah. Also, wild. Um, we went down a rabbit hole, Jackson and I, of the idea uh, because they open with Farquaad looking for a new wife, and one of them is Snow White. Mm-hmm. Except in the Tower Song, she's reading the legend of Snow White, so that's already happened. Yeah, and then it turns out Grumpy's his dad. So I was like, we need to get this together. And Jackson started using the Spider-Man as analogies of like how Snow White just like happens every so often in this world. Funny. And uh, so yeah, then we were calling you like, oh yeah, so that's Tom Holland's Grumpy. And what he was looking, what she was reading was the Tobey Maguire Snow White. And it just oh okay, out. okay, yeah, yeah. I I don't hate that. <laughs> no, I, I actually like that for a fantasy world like that. It was more for me the hilarity of like referring to it as like Tobey Maguire Snow White. And then it was like um. So wait, who's the prince? Char- so who's Prince Charming for this one? I was like, well, I guess if it's the Tom Holland Snow White, it would be Zendaya. But um, I'm actually going to go ahead and read a few reviews here. We got through talking about the movie quicker than I thought we would. Um, let me find the first. Our first review comes from Jaybird, who uh, is actually the one of the few people I follow on Letterboxd. Um, they have a very specific reviewing style, which I think you'll catch on to here very quickly. Uh, They gave this movie three stars. In 2001, Shrek was all the rage. 
So like every movie, they put it on stage. Best part of the roster is Sutton Foster, but not enough jokes for folks of all age. <laughs> End of review. Uh, Jaybird's an account where all of their reviews are limericks. I would love more of these. Feel free to bring these to the, to the show anytime. I check. You want. It's just we do enough weirder. Like we've been doing enough weird uh, movies, or they just. It's kind of we have to hit the target of the doing a movie they also have done. Um, our next review comes from Autumn with a skull emoji and then a white heart emoji. Who gave this two and a half stars? Ooh, dark. I sh- I shit thee nay. A guy used to use this movie to flirt with me since we both watched it in drama class. End of review. What? Imagine if your like, game was Shrek the Musical. You just yell at um, you just yell at a woman in a bar, donkey, donkey, <laughs> donkey. I I started to make a joke about how they could have a farting contest, but then that reminded me of the scene where Sutton Foster and an ogre fart butt to butt, and then I got sad again. Our next review, our last review. <laughs> Our last review comes from Andrew Nelly, who also has a pro rating. Gave us three and a half stars. Uh, I like this. For anyone who feels the need to wipe me out over this opinion, when buying an assassin, use promo code SHREK at checkout for 20% off and a free sticker sheet with your order. And buying a, an assassin? Yeah. Like, Fun little joke you... about a little promo code for if they somebody who didn't like the movie wants to kill them for liking the movie. Oh, Okay. Yeah, for anyone who feels the need to wipe me out over this opinion, when buying an assassin, use promo code SHREK at checkout for 20% off and a free sticker sheet with your order. I don't know what I was thinking in my mind, but like, because there's an, uh, there's a musical called Assassins, and I'm like, does this guy mm-hmm. sell like assassin memorabilia or something? I don't know what where my mind was going. <laughs> sure. If you're hiring Neil Patrick Harris to perform Stephen Sondheim's Assassins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can use the code Shrek for 50% off. Um, you use the code Shrek and then Steven Sondheim will show up and kill you. So we talked about this a little before, but I do want to make some time. And I know this might be a little bit longer, but it's this episode, but it's fine. I'm editing it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I want you to, because you listen to Astro Lounge as well, which I didn't think you were going to do. I, look, um, I do the homework unless it's like, I know. unless I physically cannot bring myself to do it. And I told you I cheated a little bit. I'll say I'll say like, yeah, I, 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 I thought you would watch the movie. I did not think you would do the extra the extra credit of listening to Astro Lounge as well, uh, I felt that, like which is normally maybe I wouldn't if you were doing a pitch. But I also did you so dirty. I felt like I needed to be up uh, to speed on whatever you're pitching at me. So well, I did both. the homework. Well, well, if you want to catch up to me, I listened to Astro Lounge, Astro Lounge probably four times to, to write this. Yeah, I don't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i said i don't have a carnival of bits or anything but like how did you feel about astro lounge um i did not realize how actually bad smash mouth is as a band like i knew they were one hit wonder i mean they have like three albums and i but like i knew that uh, by and large they were considered a one hit wonder with all star but i assumed at least like the rest of the music was probably okay and it's not i'm trying to remember one i mean randomly roadman is just a reggae song in the yeah. middle of everything uh what was the, there's one they rhyme like they told me to run she had a gun like it's like the rhymes are so simple and usually not yeah really yeah, yeah oh here you go the boys all shined up chasing down the women a paper boy smiling at the job that he's given oh that is um that is um uh, don't don't tell me i hold on 
that is i just want to see that is i just want to see the yeah. one that you just read yeah well that's the new game hold on shit let's just do this um, yeah the bugs in the grass and the birds all swimming mr moon checking on how y'all living the stars all winking at the day that's dimming i just want to see I, I went into this thinking maybe like maybe Smash Mouth got like a bum run and like you know All Star was good but then people just stopped paying attention. Then I finished. I got halfway through this album and went, "How are there two more albums?" Right. Yeah. Well, and to me, I don't know how to describe this, but like, I'm sure Smash Mouth Smash Mouth definitely fits into some sort of like genre. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like sort of ska-ish like ska yeah, that's what i was like, thinking it's like grungy okay. ska grunge ska sure grunge <laughs> ska astro lounge is the one to listen to if you want the most smash mouth smash mouth album like it is every song is very similar and is not the same amount of mediocre i'd say oh uh i have born as a human with a kung fu spine equipped with the detector of what's on your mind um what's on your mind is that defeat you? That is defeat you. <laughs> I have this dumb ability now. Fuck, fuck you for making me have this ability. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess I fuck myself. There's one I was trying to find where he's like, the lyric is something about like, I'm gonna say what's on my mind. Deal with it. And I don't remember the exact song. I should have written it down. I don't know. There's one. What in Stoned? He talk. He says like, oh, the president is all right. So um, the president is cool, so we're all right or something like that. Uh, It's my mind is blown, but it's my own. So deal with it. Just deal with it. I just love the my mind is blown, but it's my own. So deal with it. Those have that have never listened to the full length of Astro Lounge before or don't. And but also like those unfamiliar. It's sort of as I would describe, um, and this is segueing into beginning the pitch, uh, my, my, the, what I've created. Um, it's very spacey to me. Like it's like, it seems like they're trying to tell some sort of story, like concept album, like as they're traveling through space or something to me, like that's what it, that's the vibe that I always mm-hmm. got from the album. I don't, do you agree? Do you, do you kind of get that? I mean, I, as I said, about halfway through the album, I decided I didn't want to be doing this anymore. So I'd sure. listen to a sample of the song and read the lyrics. So I'd at least have like a cursory understanding of what was going on, but I can yeah. see that based off mm-hmm. of where, yeah. Like, um, so that was kind of my jumping off point. Um, and so with that being said, are you ready for me to begin? <sighs> yep, I'm, I'm ready. Me. I present to you Shrek the Musical 2, I Want to Believe Her. I will say some of this got away from me a little bit. Some parts are longer. <laughs> some parts are some parts are shorter. Um, I'd say like for some of the songs, especially towards the back half, like I knew where I wanted to end, like in the middle, like most of my stuff is like maybe needs a little bit more work, but I know generally what I want for each song. So, um, with that being said, let us begin. The curtain goes up. The stage is dark. A spotlight hits center stage. A few moments go by and we see not a foot but a hoof entering the spotlight. It's donkey. Sorry, too. <laughs> it's do- it's donkey. 
There you go. He does the, oh, I didn't see you here thing for a bit and does some improv playing off the people in the front row. After a while, he says, hey, y'all are pretty fun. I want to introduce you to my best friend in the world, Shrek. What? You don't know Shrek? He's he's known pretty far and wide in these parts for helping defeat Lord Farquaad and opening up the, his swamp to all the fairy tale creatures. What? You didn't hear that either? Well, let me tell you about it. A slideshow projector screen lowers from the grid in a series of images clearly drawn by Donkey is shown um, with Donkey's commentary over them. Question? Uh, I, have a, I have a pitch just to throw out. Can Donkey wheel out one of the old like projectors that when we were kids? Where you oh, put, like, sure. the, I mean, that just sounds, seems like a fun Shrek Donkey prop. That, that will work. I'll say functionally, it's not oh, actually yeah. doing the job. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, because I have another bit here in a little mm-hmm. bit that it doesn't logistically sure. make sense that way. But yes. Um, so uh, uh, there are crude images of the story of the first show. In them, he clearly depicts himself as much buffer and the hero of the story. Mm-hmm. He does Shrek a little bit dir- dirty, um, as well as Dragon, the character Dragon. Eventually, we see from behind the uh, slideshow screen the image of a large figure that is clearly Shrek standing on top of Dragon. Um, we then hear the classic Donkey, which surprises Donkey in the middle of his presentation. Then a flame shoots out the front of the screen, burning it, and Shrek jumps down and comedically rips the screen to shreds as it burns, which lasts a long while. Like, it, he just keeps continues to rip it up, and it's, it, like, awkwardly quiet at one point. Mm-hmm. Donkey is looking fearful and waiting for his punishment. Then a hand reaches out to him from Shrek and he says, Donkey, why are you telling the people all this when we can show them? We then hear the opening notes of Can't Get Enough of You Baby by Smash Mouth. As the song plays with Shrek singing, we see the stage clear, then the ensemble comes out. The ensemble is made up of Pinocchio, the big bad wolf, the three blind mice, the three little pigs, Peter Pan, and the gingerbread man. And they come out and perform a farcical sped up version of the first show with hastily put together costumes and gotcha. people playing the different roles and uh, without any clear order. I'm thinking like Moulin Rouge, you know, the scene. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, you. Yeah. Um, towards the end, they get to the Fiona transformation scene. Peter Pan sprinkles a bunch of fairy dust on Pinocchio, and he rises up off the ground on wires. As he rises, he gets tangled up in the costumes and then spins about wildly out of control, like kind of like back and forth around the around the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the cast uh, tries to get him down um, with a huge group tug of one of the costumes, and, they, and he crashes down into them. As he crashes, a burst of light shines out. And um, after the light dims, we see Fiona in the middle of them. Uh, The actual Fiona. Sure. As the story plays out, in the background, we see a small swamp town being built around Shrek's shack from the first show. Various facades of stores and houses get pushed from the wings. It is the town where all the fairy tale creatures now live alongside Shrek and Fiona. A town sign gets erected reading, 
Ogre Falls. The farcical story continues to play out as uh, we just get instrumentals of the song. We see Shrek and Fiona getting married as well and having kids and spending years together with their young family. Over that time, we see Shrek get a little less enthusiastic while everyone else remains joyful and jolly as ever. The scene ends looking at what his life in the swamp has become in such a short amount of time. And as the music stops, he sings one last hesitant, can't get enough of you, baby, before he heads into mm. <laughs> before he heads into the shack following his family. After the door closes with him behind it, the stage goes dim and we hear a sort of sci-fi slide whistle. You know, the do-do-do. Mm-hmm. You know? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll feel give, me, give me one. The like do <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you get it. The shutters of one of the windows on the adjoining buildings of the shack flies open, revealing a large cartoonish eye. Then others fly open, revealing more eyes. The stage then fades to complete darkness with only the eyes glowing and staring into the audience. Someone is clearly watching. The stage then brightens up. It's a new day in the future, and the swamp town is bustling. The ginger man is town crier and reading uh, various Monday news. Donkey is a crossing guard doing a piss poor job uh, at it, but they just love him. You know, he's donkey. Sure. Um, I said I put a space in here. Leave space for Mike to come up with some other jobs and town things for like the other um, guys. Let me think for a second, because the one I came up with was uh, Big Bad Wolf. Uh, is a lawyer or it's the wrong wolf though i was gonna do like the three little pigs but it's gonna be at a lawyer's office for huff puff and blow your house down attorneys uh, at law. okay um three little pigs are architects okay um who else who else the carrying have you said and... pinocchio i have not said pinocchio yet oh pinocchio is a lawyer also because of the if he lies his <laughs> nose grows it's just this the a town of lawyers at one point Shrek and Fiona exit the shack, the kids following. Donkey makes a big deal about making sure they cross the street safely Mm. without any interference. Gotcha. Meanwhile, all the town citizens come up to Shrek asking him to handle this and that. He's sort of the de facto mayor or the (laughs) sheriff of Ochre Falls. Fiona then says she will take the kids for a while while Shrek completes a long list of errands she has for him. Shrek moans and wishes just for one easy day where they could have some fun with the kids. She informs him that uh, she wishes they could as well, but they just have too much responsibility now. That was their old life, and this is the new one. Mm-hmm. Shrek goes on with his tasks, and we see him grabbing things from stores run by the various fairy tale creatures. The Smash Mouth song, Who's There, starts playing uh, as we see more car- of those cartoonish eyes appear from different shutters. Shrek sings while the ensemble, ensemble provides the harmonies. The pupils of the eyes move to fixate on Shrek as he goes on his way from one place to another. 
at one point he realizes someone is watching him. As he turns the eye, as he turns to look at the eyes, they disappear. Shrek walks on, uh, and more eyes appear from the rafters. Light bulb fixtures from the ceiling with pupil-shaped filaments drop from the ceiling on wires and follow Shrek as he walks. Always at his back as he turns and sways. They pulsate different colors as they seem more enamored. Their numbers grow and grow until Shrek eventually takes center stage um, with seemingly hundreds of eyes on him at his back. He then turns around and sees all of them and roars. The song ends and each eye blips out of existence and the ones from the ceiling raise up until they are all gone. Shrek orders whoever is watching him to show uh, themselves right now. We then Uh hear, all right, all right, look out below. All right, all right, all right. Look out and behold the claw. (laughs) Madison. The claw. It chooses who will go and who will stay. From the grid, a rock and roll hippie version of the little green man, uh, one little green man uh, with three eyes from Toy Story, lowers uh, from a giant claw. He then gestures to himself as if he's a big deal, but Shrek seems unimpressed. The little green man is like, hey, aren't you surprised to see an extraterrestrial? Shrek says, uh, he doesn't think the little green man is all that weird. I mean, he sort of just looks just like him with an extra eye and an antenna and is a little shorter. And he has a flying metal bird of some kind. The little green man says, say, you have a point there. You see, Shrek, I've been watching you. And I've been, and I've got to say... I've been digging your scene, man. <laughs> we then get the song Digging Your Scene by Smash Mouth playing Surprise. by the little green man. I thought you had to clarify that the song is by Smash Mouth. Every time. The song suggests that the little green man is enamored with Shrek, and he's been watching uh, this world for millennia and would love to live a life like his. That he just spends so much time flying alone around the universe looking for a place to call home. Shrek says he doesn't see what's so great about it, and would love to just break from life and do something new. That he bets that the little green men has a great life just flying around oh with his metal bird with no ties or to anything. <laughs> As Mike Mike has closed his laptop. No, sorry, I was reaching for something behind it. <laughs> what do you say? Oh my god! Because they're gonna fucking do the prince and the pauper, or a princess switch, or an ogre switch, or whatever. The little green man says, "Hey, why don't we switch lives for a day?" <laughs> You live my life, I live yours. My life is so chills and chill and yours is so chaotic. And we each want a taste of the other side. Shrek says he doesn't think it would work. Fiona and Donkey and the rest wouldn't even, uh, would definitely notice if this guy took on his life. Mm-hmm. The alien then closes his middle eye, greases, ba- greases back his antenna, 
and ties two stumps on his feet to make himself taller and gestures to himself like, eh? Shrek is still not convinced <laughs> that it would fool anyone. What? You don't like that? No, that's horrible. What? The, I- the idea of the little green man closing just one eye? The, the everything. All about who ties stumps to his feet also. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of, if you look at the little green man, like the ears mm-hmm. are kind of similar to Shrek's, right? Like they're kind I of. See it. No, I mean I get it. I get it. It's just that doesn't that doesn't negate the body horror. No, it doesn't. No. Um, Shrek is still not convinced that this will fool anyone. Donkey then comes in, running, delivering a new list from Fiona. He gets so confused as there now there are two Shreks, and he passes out from uh, being so confused. Classic donkey. Yeah. Classic donkey. Um, Shrek is still hesitant, but then the little green man goes into song about why he so wants to experience Shrek's chaotic life. The little green man sings, I just want to see, during which his middle eye flashes. By Smash Mouth. By, oh, sorry. Excuse me. <clears throat> the little green man then sings, I just want to see, by Slash Mouth, during which his by middle slash eye mouth. Slash mouth. Um, slash smash mouth slash fiction. Um, good, good. All the little kids getting down to the river. The boys all shined up chasing down the women. A paper boy smiling at the job that is given. The bugs in the grass and the birds all swimming. Mr. Moon checking on how y'all living. The stars all winking at the day that's given. Shrek is intrigued and is moved by the little green man's plea uh, to just have a little taste of a different life. So he agrees Um, pretty hesitantly, but still like kind of you can tell that he actually kind of wants it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Instantly afterwards, the claw extends from the sky and grabs Shrek and lofts him into the air into to above the stage into a spacecraft prop that gets lit. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's like another like set up there that you don't oh, see wow, until okay. yeah like this is a big it, it's a big stage production sure. uh shrek then tries to um uh then tries to move and then he realizes he is trapped and cannot escape the claw we we then hear the little green man laugh, laugh nefariously below as the spacecraft launches into space with shrek in it Shrek screams, uh, screams fade away as it seems to go miles and miles away. The whole uh, stage on like a on like a turntable spins Mm -hmm. to a new set. And this seems to be in the spaceship now. It's a bigger set. Gotcha. Uh, Shrek is in the spaceship and he realizes he is not a visitor or guest in the ship, but actually a prisoner and has been tricked by the little green man. He looks around him and sees a number of other small prisoners in cages begging for his help. Now, they are very tiny, very tiny, like, prisoners. He uses his his strength to break his bonds and free the tiny prisoners. The claw (laughs) attempts to fight back, and the actor and the mechanical puppet have a climactic wrestling match. Uh, which I think okay. would look pretty cool on stage. Sure. Like, just like Giant Claw and the Shrek thing, like this the Shrek guy, like wrestling. Uh, it, 
This uh, wrestling match destroys parts of this ship set and eventually punches a hole in the ship, blasting Shrek and the borrowers. Who Oops, are the borrowers? Spoiler. <laughs> Oops, spoiler. Um, who are the borrowers? Uh, sure. Out into the vacuum of space. Parts of the ship set then get taken away, and then you see that the actual background of the set is just a dark, basically like a black screen with pulsating mm-hmm. stars, sort of okay. like in the in the distance. Um, Shrek is on wires now, and he uh, sort of is acting like he's in anti gravity. And this is where like I get a little like fuzzy on some of the details, sure. but like. Uh, gathers the borrowers. Um, you just hear little voices like, oh, no, no, no. Like, sure. And uh, he holds them close. They seem to be able to stand on Shrek's floating body in space because it has some sort of gravitational pull for them. They collect themselves. And uh, as Shrek realizes, he's uh, he was not only weak in the moment where he took uh, the little green man's offering, but he uh, is now unable to even get back to them because he's caught in space. He reflects on his life and sings a, the song Waste by Good. Smash Mouth. Um, and during that song, I imagine like projections of his family and his friends are getting projected onto the background, onto the dark background with like sure. stars, like on the images as well. So in this scene, um, I mentioned this already, but we make the actors float, uh, glimmers of light projected in the background. This is getting into this, turn this, off the dark, uh, territory here with as yeah, much wire work as you're doing. Hey, you know, they Shrek, have to turn off the green. Yeah, we, we go to the same, the- it's the same theater because they still have the stuff, right? They still have sure. the, the Spider-Man stuff. They're like, nobody's using that Spider-Man stuff. Give it to yeah. us. Save some money. Just to be clear, this is cartoonish rules. So they can all breathe in space. Right. They yeah. can all, yeah. Um, it's just that they are stuck in the middle of nowhere in space, floating seemingly mm-hmm. endless. Back on Earth, the little green man keeps up the act for a bit with donkey and um all the fairy tale creatures who seem to oddly not notice that that this is not shrek this guy um and he doesn't really actually look like shrek he looks like he's doing a shrek cosplay or like a very cheap shrek cosplay Mm -hmm. eventually fiona and shrek's kids come out and they are not convinced and claim him to be an imposter uh, he uses his hypnotic third eye, which he reveals, to hypnotize them uh, into be sort of blank slates. He's like, I hope I wouldn't have to do this right away because it sort of turns all its initiates into mush over uh, over a period of time. So he's I like, um, this thing will eventually like kill them or just make them. Like vegetative state. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have to do this. Uh, I have no other choice. Um, and he uh, sings the song Satellite.
Like, it's kind of a creepy song. It's a very creepy song that I don't like very much, but, like, it kind of fits into bad guys. Well, plot. When I was listening to Astro Lounge, the song Home, the vibe, it was like, oh, this is a villain song. This would yes. have been my big villain song if I had had to do this. Spo- spoilers. Spoilers. We then go back to Shrek. Um, mm-hmm. The stage flips again. Previous scene ends with the guy seemingly taking over the minds of Shrek and his friends in uh, Ogre, Ogre Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then go back to Shrek, who's continually floating in space. The borrowers uh, seemingly like left him alone for a while because they, they could realize he's having a moment out when he was singing the song Waste, uh, <laughs> Wasted or whatever it was. And they're like, Shrek, um, we have something to show you. And on his body, they made, like, from the wreckage of the ship, they made a little, like, town. Like, that... Um... I've seen that episode of Futurama. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing kind of a Gulliver's Travels thing with Shrek and sure. these borrowers right now. They're trying to cheer him up, and he's like, how can you be... And Shrek is like, how can you be cheerful? We're, like, so screwed right now. We're we're floating in the middle of space with nowhere to go and nothing to do. Or when she ran out of food, and, like, they talk about how... Oh, they just kind of look on the bright side of life or whatever and keep very zen and calm and um, not try to focus too much on like the realities of their life and try to remain positive and hope for a better day in the future Mm -hmm. and find new things and make the best out of a situation. Sort of like the lesson that Shrek is going to learn by the end of the movie, right? Um, It's like um, previously we uh, like... 10 minutes ago, we were locked into a cage and now we're free. Like, you know, like uh, the adventure has changed and uh, we're just kind of going with the flow, man. Um, And I think he sort of notices that he that they have like similar vibe to like the little green man. And I don't know exactly what I want with this, but I want them to have like be his not his family but sort of like people who he was trapped with for a while so he kind of like similar personality traits and stuff yeah yeah sort of something like that um and uh they say they try to build him up he's like you're not a failure you haven't failed anybody's you haven't failed your family you're just got in a bad situation you're an all-star oh my god hey now you're an all-star get your game on so then they do a whole group number of all-star um which he's literally um a floating thing in the middle of space that uh, has a gravitational pull he is an all-star to them um, I think as he flies around space, like the glittering background, like sort of like moves with him mm-hmm. sort of as like, it's like, oh yeah, if you just try and like, maybe we could get out of this or something like that. So <laughs> then it's the intermission. Okay. So go ahead and put on the podcast. We'll be back here in about 20 minutes. Uh, we'll get to the second half. Please return to your seats. Please return to your seats. The second act will return shortly. Last call for merchandise. Last call for Bert for the bar. Oh yeah. Uh, what's what, what merchandise do we have here, sir? I'm a customer and an attendee of this musical. Uh, we have novelty uh, um, green uh, soul patches for the kids <laughs> to wear. Um, we also have um, 
I regret these, everything. These green sort of slime uh, bowling shirts uh, that you can wear. It's kind of like a Guy Fieri shirt, but it's green and it's not instead of fire, it's slime. Um, we have these donkey ears, um, these fried donkey ears. Um, Sorry, did you say fried donkey ears? Fried donkey ears. Um, we have Pinocchio rings, which are just. Oh, I'm sorry. Rings. I actually, I'm being ushered back into the theater. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The curtain rises, and we are, we see a scene of Ogre Falls, but it looks much different. Stores are sort of like, seems like there's been wood taken off of them. And then the citizens of Ogre Falls, now all indoctrinated, come out onto the stage. We see the citizens, including Fiona Fiona and Donkey, tearing down the buildings and building a castle for the little green man to rule. He has declared himself as president of Ogre Falls, even. Uh, He alludes to getting things ready for when the rest of his Congress arrive. All the ensemble, plus Donkey and Fiona, seem to be in a complete unenthused hypnotic daze as they perform the actions. and Oh, the president's all right. Okay. And perform the song Stoned by Smash Mouth, which mentions the president at one point. And what's wrong with that? The president seems to be just fine. Come on up and see me. Come on up, just know that I'm getting stoned. I'm getting stoned. I'm getting stoned. I'm getting stoned. I tell you, I was like, why are you going so hard on like president stuff? Yeah. These tasks include hoisting a statue of himself in a gleeful pose and setting up a restaurant that serves pizza. And I think I concluded that just because he's a little green man. Pizza planet. I guess, like, maybe that's a little nod of, like, where he's from or whatever. So, right now, this is the part where it gets a little spotty. Um, I just have the song Radio. The one word you, radio. You realize this is the part of the movie where this song needs to go, but not how to make it work. Exactly. Exactly. So I think we return to Shrek and um, he somehow finds his way back home. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's like through keeping a chill mind and a positive attitude and hoping for the next like a better thing is going to come along. It's just bad right now. He gets his way home. I don't know what to call that. Um, But there's also like in the song radio, it says that like our planets were aligned like a disco ball in the night or something. Like, I don't remember. Mm. I don't fucking remember exactly the lyrics, but like maybe something with music. I don't know if you have some ideas here. I know I set up like this kind of weird scenario, but like how would he get back home with the help of the borrowers or something like maybe they set up a little like radio tower or something or uh, looking at the lyrics, I was trying to see something because the idea could be since time has passed on earth, essentially mm-hmm. um, time could have passed in space. The borrowers could have basically constructed via like 
other stuff they find. Basically, they've turned Shrek into a spaceship or like a, okay. not an Iron Man suit necessarily, but like basically yeah. they've built a spaceship around Shrek and they've piloted mm-hmm. him home. Okay. And so the idea of like going with the flow and just like being patient has gotten him home. Because the idea of he just kind of like is now home again is yeah. very unsatisfying. Yes. Uh, so the lesson of like he was kind of feeling stagnant and being in one place, it's like, oh, you just have to do nothing except float in space quietly, ostensibly alone, while the borrowers collect and construct the materials around you. Yeah, let us help, let us care for you. Let us let us help you. Like let us do something. Yeah. Like you're not you're not in this alone. You have plenty of people mm-hmm. to help you or something like that. Like that's and, that's that's pretty good. I I, I like I like that a lot. And that could be the thing that like. I don't want to tell you how to end the movie because I know you've written it out. That yeah. could be a lesson that Shrek learns is in because everybody's coming to him to solve problems and he's not voicing that like I don't I can't do this all myself. Yes, like yeah. y'all have to help, which is not like they're not you know like they're they're a, a community, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like I'm the sheriff, or whatever. But you got to also help yourself some or like you know it takes a much whatever. But this he could kind of like watching the borrowers be like oh. This is what I should be communicating to cool, over cool. false. That's but. that's really good. I like that. Thank you. And while they do that, they but sing the song. But you're not allowed to use any of that because you had to come up with it. No. No. Uh, why, why they why they say all that and they make that clear? Um, they sing the song radio. Now, where I don't have, I didn't have an idea of like what to do. Like, I do have like a sort of fun theater thing to do here where there are actors actually playing the borrowers, but they're tiny, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. how do you do that? What I like the idea is like there are screens to the sides of the theater um, Mm -hmm. that uh, we're are shooting a live feed of actors in the back uh, backstage Mm -hmm. on a green screen of Shrek's body as he's like, like like maybe just like a background or they're on some sort of like mound mm-hmm. that looks like Shrek's body and yeah. um in the background it's a green screen of the stars or stuff so it's like mm-hmm. he's looking down talking to them as he's floating but like you're seeing on his these screens people acting back at him they're just backstage in a live feed then we hear the song as they travel and like I there's like a certain stinger from Roadman that like I'm going to do. I don't like any of the parts where he's singing, but there is like a good like horn part in it that I'm going to mm-hmm. use here uh, for this next part. So I get like I check Roadman off of the list. I'll, basically. I'll allow it. Roadman's yeah. a wash, so I'll allow it. So then um, Shrek makes it home, like through the help of the borrowers, places the borrowers down and just like, I got to find my family. I got to find my family and friends, you know, like I got to get back to make sure that they're okay. And like, 
tell them like i'm sorry that i left i've been gone for i think maybe for a while like you know like mm-hmm. it's not not like years or anything but like I'd right because you like, put a very definite time stamp on it when his children were going to become vegetable vegetables exactly exactly yeah yeah um so shrek goes back to ogre falls and he realizes that his friends uh he he doesn't see fiona and his kids but he sees his friends in ogre falls uh continuing to build this like build this castle and work in this mm-hmm. pizza shop <laughs> um, the two new those are the two jobs in ogre falls now yeah, yeah yeah um i think they're all at this point in like like the same jumpsuit like they they no longer have their like fantasy clothes or whatever um and they're all in like the same jumpsuit um it is the blue jumpsuit with like it, it's like it's the little mm-hmm. green man like spacesuit i think they look kind of gaunt too they don't look like they're happy go lucky selves they're all very like stone face um and he realized that they're all indoctrinated he attempts to get through to donkey even his former best friend um but still to no avail fiona and his kids are nowhere to be seen he sings the woeful song fallen horses as he attempts to shake some sense into his friends by smash mouth This scene is cleverly lit to keep Shrek in color and bright um, and and in the foreground while keeping his friends stage left and stage right in big blocks of dark light. Mm. Um, And that's a kind of a reference to this part in American Utopia, the David Byrne musical that I really love um, that um, I uh, that I'm just kind of like pulling from. He's on the ground, sort of just kind of like he's given up again. He's just like, oh, my friends are all like out of it. They're, it's too late. Like, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Eventually, Fiona comes out onto the stage mm-hmm. um, and sort of just runs into him. And he's like, Fiona, like, please say you know me. And she doesn't. Um, but she is sort of still responsive. Um, I think there's like a sense of like Fiona has some sort of resistance to this guy's like magical abilities because he like she wasn't fooled by his charade at all um mm-hmm. to begin with and um but now like shrek tries to get through to her in some way and uh she, and she's like he he's like you're so different you're all you're all different and she's like how am i different and then he sings the song then the morning comes which has the lyrics the way that you are And it's kind of an upbeat song. And I think like throughout it, he's like trying to encourage her to be herself again and like be wacky and be in love with and like to remind him of their love and like remind him of their life. And I think that snaps her out of it. Like I think it's like when she, he farts on her butt. Yeah, he farts on her butt. Like I think I yeah. think it is stuff like that. Like he like blows up a frog and turns into a balloon again or whatever, you know, and like farts sure. on her butt and like throws some mud at her 
or something. I don't fucking know. Um, Sorry, I love that you had to casually cash farts on her butt in the middle of that sentence. Yeah, yeah. You know, casually uh, farts on her butt. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> Sorry, just changing my, my interests on Tinder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Into fart play. That's a real thing. Nope, into that's, casually that's farting a... on butts. Fart play ass only. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Jesus Christ. So I think that snaps her out of it. And then like she's like notices and like I think she starts singing the song back to him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like um because she I think she sees him as like downtrodden and like not happy anymore, like because he fucked up and left his family and like now all this stuff has happened so like now she's like the way that you talk uh, the way that you walk and you shake that that you know like i think when she sings it back to him that's when you realize it the way you fart on my butt (laughs) the way you fart on my butt (laughs) we gotta we gotta move on we gotta move on (laughs) we can live in that we can live in that joke then I think the little green man comes out. I think he's dressed in like regalia and like he's like uh-huh. has probably like maybe like I don't know like a pizza planet like like rocket ship on his head or something. I don't fucking know. Um, then um, Shrek is says, "There's no way you can win. I'm here now and I'm here to uh, make you stop this." And he's like, "What could you do? Like what 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 in, in any way could you do?" And he realizes he knows he knows how to break the spell now. He just has to encourage his friends and everyone to be themselves again and like be like to remind them of who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he sings the song Defeat You um, to them, which has the lyrics. Fit, fitting Good. i think maybe they break donkey out of it before this scene as well and trick is like mm-hmm. go get the others we're, we're stopping this guy together right um i need your help to fit into your mm-hmm. your message uh that you got from the radio song and uh they come out then um they're clearly themselves themselves again i think maybe they take their jumpsuits off like in front of him and like they drop to the floor Pinocchio is naked. We get full frontal. Yeah, yeah. Pinocchio in that that. <laughs> yeah, and he lies, and then you just see from his crotch. Whoop. <laughs> um. Uh, no, his nose grows, and I'll go like, huh, and he goes, "Well, it's got to come from somewhere." Yeah, and then that's when the implication the song kicks is in. his dick shrinks as his nose grows. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Yep. There's that body horror. There's that body horror, and it's not really body horror he's a, he's a piece of wood <laughs> i mean it's a real human body though like this is an yeah. actor yeah it is but like the <laughs> i don't i don't want to talk about pinocchio's dick anymore Let's this could just... be a great opportunity for more puppetry like some really unique puppetry and uh <laughs> we just see like a wooden penis like like a telescope go into his body then his oh. nose come out okay let's stop this you started this. You made this happen. I did. Yeah. Um, so um, whenever 
it is um mm -hmm. the song come on come on plays which is a colorful scene of the magical creatures just beating the shit out of the alien in various ways. I think the mm -hmm. big bad wolf like blows, blows on him and like blows his like regalia off or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and the three little pigs maybe like build something. like you said, and like, like maybe they just throw bricks at him. I don't fucking know. They yeah. beat him. With, they beat him with wood. Um, Peter Pan makes him float into the sky and he doesn't know how to fly. So they like drag him around like uh, Pinocchio happened, like it happened in the, the beginning of the movie of Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. Donkey kicks him with his back legs. Classic. Um, classic, classic donkey. Um, Shrek breathes on him with his gross breath. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. So that's the song plays Come On, Come On by Smash Mouth. Um, and... At the end, I, I, the little green man, I think, knows he's been defeated, and um, he, everyone stands on. They're like, "Get out of here, go get like leave here. Don't bother us anymore. Like you, you've lost." And they look on as he sings a big musical number. Uh, uh, the song "Home," like you said, mm -hmm. is a big villain energy song. Mm -hmm. And that he's knowing he's beat, but the battle isn't over. That he's going to go back to his home world and bring back his entire Congress to conquer. Uh, not only the swamp, but the entire kingdom. He sings the song Home by Smash Mouth while the entire so ensemble and cast looks on. Lottery or poverty or a commodity, so what's it gonna be? I'm moving on. At the end, he laughs, and the claw reaches down to grab him and uh, take him into the sky, but about halfway up, like, stops, and mm -hmm. it's broken. Like, it keeps trying to, like, raise up over and over mm -hmm. again, and it's like, it's not working. Then I think, like, he's like, well, he's like, well, shit, and then Dragon just, like, blasts him with fire, and then he's gone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And they're they all look at each other. It's like, well, that happened. And they're like, let's have a party. And then um, they all take their ba they all take like band positions or whatever. Um, Big Bad Wolf is on drums. Uh, Shrek is the singer. Um, Donkey is like playing piano. Um, and they sing the song. It's famously easy to play with giant fucking hooves. Yes. Yeah. Um, they played the song. I'm a believer by Smash Mouth. And then I saw her face. I'm a believer. And not a trace. A doubt in my mind. I'm in love. I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. 
No, that's not technically on Astro Lounge. It isn't technically. No, but it is. I'll allow it, but yeah, it's a, it's a bonus song because I covered all the others. Sure. Um, and you get all the Smash. You can't like have a Smash Mouth musical without "I'm a Believer" on there. I mean, they didn't write that song, so you could. Is it not a Smash Mouth song? No, it was written. The Monkees did it before them. It's not even the Monkees didn't even write it originally. I don't remember who did. They did sing that song though. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 In, okay. Sorry. I, I I I was reeling because I'm like, did my whole fucking joke for like the name of the name? Oh of the no, music no, no, no. Make They sense? sang it like, in the original Shrek movie. I just want to say it's not technically a smash. Like it's not a quintessential Smash so, yeah. Mouth song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like um, I want candy. It's been done by a lot of people, but was exactly. originally done by the monkeys. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought you meant I Want Candy was originally done by the monkeys. <laughs> no, no. Um, I get you. I'm with you now. We're good. But yeah, so there's this big band number where they just like, I think it's like kind of the 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 song that plays and they're they're singing it like it's like at a concert. They're singing mm-hmm. uh, I'm a Believer. Um, and the curtain comes down as they're continuing singing and they like wave goodbye under the curtain. Mm-hmm. And then, then they do bows and everything. Um and that's the that's what I got. That's the movie. But what's the post credit scene? Famously, musicals love doing post credits. Yeah, scenes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you scan the QR code on the back of the playbook, oh, gotcha. It takes you to a brick breaker game where if you break all the bricks, um, you realize that uh, you unlock a special clip from mm-hmm. where the borrowers are set up. Yeah. Um, uh. uh, they uh what the main borrower goes to one the other one like another one and says mm-hmm. mission accomplished we've arrived now we can conquer <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck and now we can take this swamp i thought they were like meet flick from a bug's life or something oh shit that would have been great maybe flick's there um <laughs> he's just there <laughs> he's just there it's like hey guys um but yeah that's my movie. That is Shrek the Musical 2, colon, I Want to Believe Her. Just to check, what does he want to believe? Is it Fiona? Is that the her? No, no. It's like, I want to believe from X-Files, but mm. I want to believe her. You know, like aliens? Mm. There's an alien in this wanna, movie. Okay, I gotcha. I thought you were going more for the, I want to, be, or um, I'm a believer that was the joke you were going for. I didn't, I forgot. I wasn't even thinking about the X-Files. Oh, we're doing this again, huh? Anyway, I did my work. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a question you still haven't asked. Oh, am I an all-star? <laughs> you are an all-star. You did it. You took uh, a big... The big poopy mess you tried to give me, I doubled back on you, and you did a, you did a good job. I'm pleased. It was actually pretty. Fu- it's actually pretty fun. Like I yeah. don't know. Like I, it's weird to like listen to an album, find the threads that I can just like mm-hmm. take lyrics out of, and like okay, well I'm gonna throw Shrek into this and like make some fairy tale like Princess and the Popper, Gulliver's Travels, The Borrower, like stuff like that. Like I. It's it's oddly not the same tone as Shrek, but mm-hmm. I don't think Shrek the musical is the same tone as Shrek the movie. So um, sometime I'll send you my notes for my Aragon 
pitch where I, I was just like going through the songs and just jotting down like this is kind of the theme of what's happening in this song how can mm. i make that an aragon thing like yeah it is pretty fun if you're an all-star that's credits on another episode of the equalizers madison jones tell the people where they can find us hey now you can follow us on spotify itunes and google play hey now you're an all-star you can follow us on Podbean and Stitcher. <laughs> All that MP3 is gold. Only shooting wave files break the. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at the Equalizers. <laughs> Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. It's late, y'all. We're recording this pretty late. Uh, so we're getting a little little punchy. Uh, but you can find us everywhere by searching the Equalizers. That's E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Special thanks on our theme tune, Two Steps Right and Go to the Banana Boys. You can find their information everywhere online by searching Banana Boys. And as always, they spell it B-O-Y-E-S, like in O-Y-E-S. Their full album is available on all streaming services now. Madison, you get to pick. What do you want to do next time? I, I did you dirty. It's you. You pick whatever you want to do. I'm going to pull up the third error list. Now, see, this you time wanna... I believe you that that's what you're doing. I am actually doing that. No, I know. Last time I was listening to the, as I was editing it, I realized the moment I sensed danger was, I go, what are we doing next time? You went, oh, it is very effective. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, uh, let me pull up the list. I'm trying to think of like, what's hot right now. What's hot? What's hot, hot, hot? I will say this one will come out. This next one will come out the week of Thanksgiving. So do we have a Thanksgiving? Mm. Do we have a Thanksgiving? I don't movie? know. I'm I'm wary of asking you that we should look into it because the last time we went looking for a Thanksgiving movie, we watched Farm Crawl. No, that's what you called it. Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Yeah, we called the sequel Farm Crawl. So I am wary of agreeing to a Thanksgiving themed movie. We need plane changes in our automobiles. Does that have a sequel? Jack and Jill. Um, so I really don't want to do. Grumpy Old Men has a sequel. I don't. I don't know if um, we're gonna have. We, we may. We may get to the time, and there's gonna be like a Netflix Christmas movie that we get to, right? But um, there's the movie Holiday, which is a romantic comedy with Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey. Um, that is like a co- is a comedy. Um, that might be pretty good. There's also Mitchell's versus the machines, which is like a family movie that is pretty good. Um, that's not really like, it's good. Um, might be a fun one to do. Um, well, here's another idea. We can just pick a movie and say, we're going to make it a Thanksgiving movie sequel. That's true. We don't have to actually pick a Thanksgiving movie. We can do whatever we want and then make it Thanksgiving sequel. Let's do Mitchell's versus the machines. I would love to watch that again. Um, sure. And then we do cool. we make it a Thanksgiving movie because you know we can do that. Mm-hmm. But Mike, okay, I'm currently concocting a plan <laughs> for revenge, <laughs> and I just want you to know that. So next week, I'm giving you a heads up uh-huh. to prepare your butt because <laughs> prepare your core for. <laughs> The challenge I will give you. So 
We're gonna okay. do we're gonna do Mitchell versus Machine. So this is the, the warning shot that a challenge is, is coming next week. Yes, this is the warning shot that a challenge is coming next week. Warning accepted. I'll be, I, I'll prepare my butt for, like batten down the hatches on my butt and yeah, make sure everything's ship shape before. Check your locks on your butt. Yeah, before you uh, level your challenge guns and fire. I'm excited. I've given up being like worried about challenges because they always end up being some buck wild shit and we always have a good time mm-hmm. so like yeah let's do I it i mean i had a good time i had a good time with this it's pretty good yeah. um i challenged myself technically it was like a you, you cast the, <laughs> the reflect spell yeah. um and fight you activated like, my trap in, card yeah exactly but it was fun <laughs> like um yeah, I, to do. as frustrating aragorn was more frustrating because i couldn't take the songs out of order like it was this like the idea is if you tar- start the album when you hit play, then it matches up. So I had to put the songs in order. But um, something like this would be pretty fun because you could just mess around and put them in whatever order you want. But, I mostly kept them in order, but I did move a few around for like I think sure. this would fit better here. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there was yeah. nothing in the rules that you stated against doing it. You just had to yeah. use all the songs. But well, then tune in next time for a Thanksgiving themed sequel. To the Mitchells versus the Machines. So, for the Equalizers, I'm Madison Good Jones. I'm Seymour Butts. <laughs> to be continued. Get up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it. You barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead. I will do the two steps. Come on, answer me.